have you sucked in the last four months? Wow, that's... We can't control ourselves, but can not, we? But not for drugs, just for funds. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember the last time that I attempted to assault any sort of reptile in a sexual or non-sexual manner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How many geckos have you sexually assaulted in the last week? That's a weird polygraph question. It's a simple yes or no question. Would, but you ask me how many... <laughs> It would definitely throw off whoever's taking the test, right? Because that's the point of a polygraph, is they want to see, like, they have control questions, and then the question they want is supposed to, like, kind of, like, throw you Whoa, off. Oh, yeah, because they'll be like, is your name John? Yes. Are you here currently taking a polygraph? Yes. Has the Pope ever touched you? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Fake science, huh? Fake science. Polygraph. Fake in science since 1963. Was it really? 1963? No, but I'm saying with enough confidence that people will Google it. They will. Because mm. I thought about it. I looked at my phone like, mm, maybe. <clears throat> Just maybe. So, uh, I guess this is a good time as any to say welcome to the inaugural episode of uh, The Dairy Isle. Uh, if you are here and you have found this podcast... Uh, I am so sorry. Yeah. God bless and good luck. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be a weird a weird, a weird, one. A real one. It's going to be a weird one. Uh, should we tell them about why, uh, we, why what, we, what we do and why we do? Um, well, we can, we can take it back. Um, so <laughs> take it back. Back, 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 back in 2016, like the end of 2016 around there. Yeah, um, it was like two or three years ago. I had an idea to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally wanted to do it by myself. And I realized that... Doing the podcast by myself would be fun, as so many doing things by yourself usually are. Mm-hmm. Um, that, was I, a good, that was a good English sentence. That it you was. Just, that you, just, <laughs> you just made. You know, I'm, I know many languages. <laughs> I appreciate creativity. English is not one of them. Um, so I realized that having a, a co-host would be mm-hmm. way, way more fun. And also, it would bring a certain level of... Um, Dynamism? Again, a word that has been used by I, some. I, I, I did uh, brush up on my dictionary words before I got here. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm glad that you have a pocket dictionary. I'm not going to lie. Otherwise, known as the internet. Yeah, my right pocket, pocket mm. dictionary, left pocket, pocket puss. You know? Because <laughs> you never leave your house without either. You never know. I mean, you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You never know when you're going to be in a Chili's bathroom and you, know, oh, you need Lord. to what, rub one out. Yeah. I'm in Chili's, you know, the place to go. <laughs> I want my pocket, 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 I wanted to do a podcast and I didn't know what to call it or what it would be about or anything like that. So I decided like, well, wait a minute, you know, uh, I speak two languages. One of them is Spanish. Uh-huh. Um, and in Spanish, there is this thing for like drama and gossip called chisme, right? Um, I believe the spelling is C-H-I-S-M-E. There might be an Enya somewhere in there. Who knows? No. Um, <laughs> there's there's an know, accent somewhere. Somewhere. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? Um, it's over the eye. So I was like, well, chisme, cheese, cheese. We're always talking about the cheese. In my circle of friends and in my family, whenever we have good drama or good gossip, you're like, yo, what's the cheese? Yeah. Give me that um, cheese. Right. So I wanted to make a, a podcast where we talk about 
anything we want, shit going on in our lives, at work, in the news, things that we saw in traffic or mm-hmm. whatever, but through the lens of chisme, like talking with like, oh, we're just like gossip, basically, like dude gossip. Like you almost get, well, you almost get like, uh, you almost get to put your ear into what it would be like, like in like a very traditional yeah, like I, you kind of conversation, get, right? You get to kind of you know if you're listening to the podcast, you get to hear how we would discuss things. Which I mean, it's going to be like any other Talking Heads podcast. I'm not expect I'm not expecting this to be really popular or well received. I also don't care. This is this podcast is more for me and for us. Um, I always thought of it the same way. Like it's this an is, exercise in creativity. Yeah, and this is an outlet, right? Like right. you kind of just get to talk and 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 open up and. And really just explore different ideas and, and different things that are on your mind. It, it's very much a, a casual, you know, get together between friends. Exactly. Um, so, if, you know, if you are listening to this, welcome. Welcome, uh, welcome. You are a friend. Uh, you, uh, you, you are, have a front, front row ticket to uh, the lunacy that is us on, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, because this is, this is unfiltered. Like, this is what we're like all the time. Um, it's yeah. really annoying. But, oh, well, I don't, um, let me not, let me reel that back a bit. It's not that it's annoying. It's that it can only be absorbed in small bits. Like my significant other has been with me now, let me see, in February, we made 10 years together. And Congratulations. She, thank you. And I, I've learned in those 10 years that I can only be my true self around her in very small increments because if not, <laughs> she be, she gets really stabby. If I do it for a certain amount of time longer than she can take. Um, but I can understand, like, me at 100% all the time, unbearable and untenable. Like, I can't even stand it. I think I think that's true of anyone, right? Like, I, I think guess. anyone at 100 all the time would but just be But there are people like, oh, who are enough. just so fucking vanilla. Like, they're so cardboard and beige that, like, them at 100% is like, okay, you're, you know... You're yeah, about as annoying as a small breeze. Like, that's but that's like the other end of the spectrum. That's like I have no character, you know. But we see people like that all the time. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, it's like it's but it's like it's the same. It's it's a problem, but on the other on the other end of of the rainbow. Sure, you know? fair. We're on one side of the rainbow. We're at the end of the rainbow. We're all the rainbow. We are the and circle. They haven't started yet. They're they, like they're, they're, they they're, saw one. They've heard of rainbows. Yeah, they're like what? What is this Rambo? Right? Rainbow. Does the B stand for beige? It, oh my God, it does. <laughs> so I decided that I wanted to start a podcast mm-hmm. and I contacted you in like, I think the spring of last year, like 2017, like roughly around this time, like you mean March, the spring April. two years ago. Oh my God, it is. It's 2019. 2019. This is why I just, uh, you know, never mind. Time um, is relative. It is. So I contacted you and I remember the first time I told you about it. Um, your response was very lukewarm. It was kind of like, yeah, okay. Like two days later, after talking about it back and forth, I then asked you again, like, or do you want to do it? And there was suddenly like this huge emphatic, like, yes. Yeah. We have the resources. We have the time. We have the equipment. Let's do it. So we made it. We made an attempt. We tried it. Um, I think at the time you were pretty heavy into your old YouTube channel, right? Into Game Chatter? Yeah, we had a... I was doing a YouTube channel for a while with two other friends of ours. Uh, and we were, we were doing that for a little while. And eventually that kind of just got a little bit like convoluted and like life caught up. As um, it does. And life got in the way a little bit. And, and I lost interest for sure. Um, I wasn't putting as much... And I started to notice it when I, I noticed I wasn't putting 
the effort and the time that I should have been putting into it, mm. uh, especially when something is a passion project, like there should be some passion there. And there just wasn't right. I was focusing on, on work and I was focusing on my marriage because I had just gotten married not too, not too long, you know, before that and stuff. And yeah, I remember. Just, you know, stuff got in the way. And also at, at the time when you had first told me mm-hmm. the reason I was like lukewarm on it, uh, just to clarify was because I wasn't sure I could commit. Right. I was yeah, like, I, remember. I don't want to spread myself too thin or I don't want to say, hey, I'm going to do this and not be able to. And that's kind of what ended up happening. Like we did it and then we kind of didn't do it. And, you know, we were we were always like one foot on the gas, but one foot on the brake at the same time. I remember. Uh, which I don't know if, if any of you have driven a car, but that's not a very effective way to drive a car. I mean, that's a great way to do a burnout. Yeah. Like, but that's but it's very limiting to forward progression. And I mean, using that using that term is essentially what we did. We burned out. We 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 recorded like I think six or seven episodes. Yeah, um, which and, we published zero of. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the reason that that thing never took off the ground, other than all of the facts that James just mentioned, um, is that we originally wanted to just go straight to iTunes. Yeah, like we wanted to get onto the podcasts, like into that scene as fast as humanly possible. And everywhere online was like, oh, you just need an RSS feed. But nowhere on there did it tell you how to get an RSS feed. Yeah. R- by the way, RSS feed still to this day more confusing than the cloud, more confusing than uh, server distribution. It's the most confusing technological technological feed like, we've ever achieved. I mean, just like there's how the ancients built the pyramids and what is an RSS. RSS feed. Yeah. That's it. The abbreviation doesn't even make sense. To I don't. Me. I don't I, know what RSS. Stands we for. read about it one time, and we're like, "Oh, that makes sense." Instantly deleted from yep. my memory banks. I just didn't have space for that. No room for it. My attic was full up. Oh yeah, no, we had to cut a hole in the roof just to fit <laughs> shit in there. Um, so now uh, I've decided that uh, I have a I have a house. I finally bought a house, um, which I was super excited about. Um, hold on, let me close the door. Oh, wait, the door is closed. I thought the door had been left open to the office. Oh, no, it is closed. Okay, good. Um, and so, you know, I bought a house, uh, and now we have an office upstairs, which is nice. Um, and I realized, like, you know what? Like, I, I don't know, I went through this really, like, really, like, shitty phase, um, for, like, the last two months where I was, I guess I was having like a depressive episode or I'm just calling it that, I guess, for lack of, of a better, you know, better you were in a, You were in a slump, you would say? Yeah, I was okay. definitely in a slump or a funk, as it has mm-hmm. been known to be called. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt purposeless, you know? Like, granted, I work retail. Um, I work at a place that sells construction material. Um, their favorite color is orange. Yeah. Um, they're, they can be known as the domicile depository. Uh, yeah, it rhymes with, uh, Bone Pleepo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bone Pleepo. <laughs> Attention all Bone Pleepo shoppers. Um, and... <laughs> we were closing in 10 minutes. If you could, uh, just take your purchases up to the Make your way to the cash register and have a nice evening. Um, and working there... So you kind of felt, like, lost a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, I used to work for the police department down here. And yeah. that was, like, dope. Like, I had, like, a sense of purpose. I knew what I did. Um, I was good at what I did. And then, you know, they forced me out for a really dumb reason. You know, I mean, I won't get into it because that's a really, really long story for another day that we can Mm -hmm. talk about. Um, But, you know, I was kind of just like, well, uh, you know, this this big orange box store was the first place to hire me. Um, And they were giving me a decent wage. Um, I just had to contend with the fact that it's retail hours and it's fucking retail. Like, who wants to deal with retail customers? Um, And I was like, wait a minute. I have an office 
and I have money that I can use to buy a really good microphone. Why mm-hmm. don't I just start the podcast again? It'll give me something to do. So I bought this mic. Um, and something you want to do. So right. Like, like yeah, I actively have like a desire to do this. And again, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I don't care if this thing gets big. I don't care if it never has a single sponsor in its life. Oh, yeah. That, that, the point is not that. Right. At all. This is not for money. This is for sheer creative pleasure. Like, yeah. I just want to get things out of my brain. If people um, want to listen to it, like more power to them. And, cool. and that's great. Like, I, out. I, I want everyone to listen to it, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's literally just us listening to it and sure. like maybe one I'm random one, guy in Arkansas. Yeah. I'm about it. Go for it. And I hope he's crazy. I hope he's psychotic. I hope he's a prepper or something awesome like that. Um, what if, what if our demographic is like schizophrenics in Arkansas? I mean, that you would know be, what? How great would that be? I can say like, we're the number one podcast for schizophrenics in Arkansas. Like, Suck it, everyone else. <laughs> <With> the number one. <laughs> Think about number that. Number one podcast for schizophrenics in Arkansas. Let that roll around in that head for a second. Um, so yeah, now we're here. Um, we've recorded seven episodes previously of the Dairy Isle. They are split somewhere between this MacBook and an and external. My, that's yeah, your computer and an external that's somewhere in my office. Possibly on my Google Drive too. I don't Maybe. even know if one day if this podcast ever gets even remotely popular. Um, and we end up getting big or important enough that we can have something cool like a Patreon page. Um, we'll probably add that as like a Patreon incentive, like donate a dollar to the Patreon page and we will post that those seven episodes for you to listen to. No, no, but the dollars like, no, but you got to do a dollar. Like, uh, for a dollar you get to, uh, you get to write in to our Q and a subreddit or Fine. some shit. Whatever. I don't know. I'm being, you generous. gotta make them, you gotta make that money. I guess. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's how you use that Patreon. You got to be like, all right, we're going to get like consistent. At $100, you get the seven episodes in one oh, and package. The, no, and <laughs> the $1 gives you access to, you know, whatever it is. But that's that's not a that's not a here yeah. nor there. You exactly. Know? Or anywhere. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, we wanted to get together and, and this is something that we've been wanting to do for a while. And it's, it's nice that we finally have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm glad that you decided to, to start it up again. You yeah. Know? It definitely like the excitement of setting up the podcast and having, you know, coordinating with you when you're coming over to record and everything yeah. has pulled me out of that slump. Cause basically now, like when I'm at work, like leading up to today, mm-hmm. this last work week was like, I'm going to get out of work. I'm going to go home. I'm going to play video games, but I'm going to be one day closer to recording the episode and, yeah. and publishing and having fun doing it. Um, and it, man, it feels good. It doesn't, it, good. it does. And it's, it's like a fun thing to look forward to. Like we're doing this bi-weekly now. Um, we were doing it weekly before and weekly was like a little much because it was like hard coordinating, it's just, it's just busy. And then I was also doing the YouTube channel. So like I had to make time for recording there and like, it was just really busy. And now we decided to do it bi-weekly. I'm, I'm, we're not doing the YouTube channel. Um, and like, you know, maybe that comes again, like later on down the road yeah. when we have more time and I'm like, I'm in school again now. So it's, it's even more difficult, but having a, a bi-weekly sit down and being able to go, Hey, we have a date twice a month. Yeah. We're going to sit down and, and we're going to shoot the shit for an hour and 10 minutes, hour and five whatever minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. But we're going to sit down and we're going to be able to have a conversation and kind of just like let things fly, you know? Um, that was yeah. a burp if you hear it. Yeah. That was, that was I away from the microphone. Up. Jesus Christ. I hope you picked it up. I mean, I've, I've been drinking nothing but water for the last two hours. Oh, that's um, good. You got Pincho coming now though, right? Yeah. No, Pincho Factory is on its oh. way. I'm so excited. This oh. podcast brought to you by Pincho, Pincho Factory. Factory. Oh, God, just no. kidding. I mean, Pincho. That'd be amazing. Wouldn't that be? If they're like, this is po- sponsored by, by Pincho Factory. I've always, by the way, that's like, that's like, that would be, I guess if I had like a goal or like a, not a goal, but like, um, maybe like something to look forward to. 
like an aspiration mm-hmm. is to be able to read a sponsored ad on it. Because every time I listen to a podcast and hear a sponsored ad, I'm like, oh, it's so legit. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most legit thing. It is. Um, so this podcast is brought to you by the Cash App. Are there any podcasts that you listen to regularly or used to listen to on the regular that kind of like you, you not I don't want to say that you aspire to, but that they are the inspiration for doing a good podcast? Um. Yeah, so uh, there are a few that I listen to. Uh, obviously, I listen to JRE. Uh, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast just because the people he's able to get on that podcast and like the long form style interviews he does, I really like a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to have a Joe Rogan style podcast in any shape form, but I like the quality of his podcast. I it like, is. It's really good quality. The audio is always on like on point. I mean, the it, dialogue is great. His his ability to converse too is really good. Which, yeah, no, he's 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 a master conversationalist, if that's even a word. Um, but no, it, it really is, and I think he's right. A lot of people have kind of lost the ability to have a conversation or communication is very much a turn based activity, and it's I speak and get my thought out, you respond to that, now you get your chance to give your thought, and then I respond. Like people tend to talk over each other so often now. Oh my god, and we're Hispanic, so we turn it into a fucking art form. Jesus. It really is like you'll see four people talking at the same time, and somehow they all know what what each other is talking about. None of, and none of them are willing to back down. No, of course not. But we're all hearing none. each other at the same time and going, yeah, "I'm thinking about what you're saying right now." But I'm answering still. I experienced it the other day. There was it's like it was literally just four of us sitting down, and we were all trying to get our point across at the same time. No, unacceptable. Yeah, like five seconds into it, I stopped talking. I'm just like, all right, I'm, I'm going to concede because it's like, this is so unproductive. It happens like, at work too. Like at the service desk all the time. We'll get people who just, they won't back down and I, mid-sentence, I will walk away and people will be like, what? Where are you going? I'm like, a fucking way from you, dude. <laughs> like, either be quiet and let me talk or I'm going to be quiet and let you talk but we can't do both so I'm taking myself out of the equation. You yeah. figure it out. If I can't get a word in edgewise, how am I ever supposed to answer any question you're giving me if you're just asking me a question and responding to your own question with a complaint? Yeah. No, no thank yeah. you. But so but that, so that's part of part of a podcast I listen to that I, I definitely want to bring in here. I want very clear, you know, conversational, yep. you know, podcast. Um, I guess another one, I listen, I, also, I listen to a lot of like gaming podcasts which really? are very kind of like they're talking head in the sense that they're they're discussing like events going on in like the gaming industry and gaming culture and pop culture. Um, but yeah, like I get that's where I get like gaming news. So like okay. I like to stay on top. I'm you know we're both nerds. Yeah. Um, I like to stay on top of my gaming news and and, and hear about all the the happenings about. Yes. Um, so I do that. I'm and a, then that's pretty much like I'm a big fan of the basement yard. You like the basement yard? You That's like that like, Joe Sanagati? I used to... I used... Sanagato? Sanagato? It is Sanagato. That's right. Sanagato. I used to listen to him a really long time ago, like probably four years ago. His when, videos? Well, I used to watch the videos on YouTube um, yeah. with Mills, and then I would listen to his podcast. Um, I think he's great. He's and I used to listen to sure. it when it was just him, mm. and then occasionally he'd have his friends on. Um, Wait, and, is his podcast solo? It used to be, like, mainly solo, I think. He like, wouldn't even have his brother on? Yeah, Keith would be on sometimes. Okay. Um, but then he would bring on, like, Davino and, and Frankie and some of these, some of his other friends and shit. And it would be a riot to listen to. But sometimes just, like, his single-person rants were great. Like, I think one of the first times that I, like, realistically thought about doing a podcast was based on one of his rants where he was, like... I mean, I don't even remember what episode it was. and But he was just saying, like, just do it. Stop wasting time. Stop thinking about the thing. Just do it. Yeah. 
Like, it doesn't matter if it turns out to be shit or if it turns out to be great. That's fucking irrelevant. The fact is that you did the thing. Like, you got a mic, you got a computer, you recorded, you did your thing. And now, you know, mess around with it. Perfect it. Mm-hmm. You know, see how good you want it to be. Yeah. Um, and that's when I, like, that's kind of what triggered the thought in my head to say, like, yeah, okay, sure. Let's do a fucking podcast. Why not? Yeah. Um, but now I started listening to it again. I stopped listening to it. I remember the exact point that I stopped listening to Joe Sanagato was when he started for the first time filming his podcasts. Like it was like a company that came into his place and like they filmed him and his friends having like a round table discussion kind uh-huh. of. Oh, he hired a company to do it? I don't think he hired a company. I think it was like a sponsor. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um, or maybe he had like a friend that he met and he was like, hey, you want to film my shit? I know. I, it must have been a big deal because they had like catering services and shit like that. Like as they do with normal videos, like videography oh, wow. and shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know, I just, I wasn't feeling it at the time, so I stopped listening. And mm-hmm. then there was this, back when Vine was a thing, there was this one Vine account that I always followed. It was this guy called Danny Lopriori. I think I'm pronouncing his last name right. Um, it sounds right. And he's just this big kid from New York who could sing really well, but always sang about titties and, and fucking, which was hilarious. But he had a good sense of humor, and eventually I found out that he was on on the basement yard, and I was like, wait, fucking time out. What? Like, Joe Sanagato and Danny Lopriori? Crossover? What? Of two people that I very yeah. much enjoy? Yeah. And so now, That's like, great. I went back and I've downloaded, like, I think, I think I've listened to, like, 30-something episodes now. Over oh, the really? course of, like, five days. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you went, like, all in. You went all in, in. yeah. Like, I'm listening to everything now, and it's made me want to, again, like, it, it's sort of revitalized that desire to have a good podcast with it's a good friend. Right. And it's, I, I think podcasting is just such a good medium when it comes to stuff like that, because it's so easy. It's literally just like, hey, put a mic up and just start talking. And, like, it, at first it might be awkward, which I, I think we don't have. I think maybe because we've done it before, yeah. uh, and we just have a good rapport, like, we, it's easy for us to converse. So, like... It just doesn't, like, there's there's not that awkward kind of baby step stage. But even if there is, like, you just get on it and you do it. Yeah. A podcast, uh, like a solo rant podcast that I love, actually I started listening to a little while back, is uh, Chris D'Elia's Congratulations. Oh, my God. Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia. D'Elia. This is Man on Fire, right? This guy's fucking hilarious. Dude, Chris D'Elia. He's also a nut. He's so like, goddamn funny. He's also crazy. Like, oh, yeah. No, he gets those little, like, eh, moments. If you, if you watch his, if you watch Congratulations, because I, I watch it. I don't do the audio. I like doing the video. Um, but he's, it's literally just him. And he has, he has, like, a producer, too, like, taking care of, like, you know, little screen grabs and stuff like that. And, and adjusting volume. But, dude, it's just him ranting, and I love it. Because he just has, like, he has what he calls a silly goose time. Silly goose time? A silly goose time. I'm gonna, by the way, I'm going to look for that podcast right now. Dude, it is so funny. I'm not going to lie to you. I get real stoned. I mean... And then it just gives me giggles. Like, I just giggle like a like a dumb idiot. Like a little bitch. Like a dumb little idiot bitch. And I just, I just have all What's the What's the name of this podcast? Congratulations. Like, congratulations for finding this podcast. <laughs> uh, he calls it... It's a cult to him. All, it's all a his cult? fans. Yeah, his fans, he calls them babies. They're his babies. Okay. And then the higher you move in the cult, you can become an elder. Wow, this yeah. is weird. Yeah, I know. His goal um, is to get a log cabin, and they all live in the log cabin. There's one that I started listening to a while ago called uh, WTF with Mark Marin. Oh, yeah. Dude. That's great. That guy's funny. That's where shit. Steve Renazizi go. By the way, we're, pre- we're pretty big comedy nerds, so. As you can tell. Yeah, we're, we're nerds in every sense. If you can hear that barking, by the way, that is one of my two dogs. Uh, I have two Pekingese. Um, that the big one that you just heard barking is Deuce. Um, Ooh, someone's here. 
Oh, someone is fucking food. Pincho factory. Pincho factory just got Pincho here. Pincho factory just got here. Um, so you got you got you got twenty five minutes before you can eat Pincho factory. <laughs> yeah, just I'm gonna let you talk for twenty five minutes while I eat. No, no, that's you it. You're gonna watch twenty five minutes. Um, so you fuck. <laughs> um. Where was I with this? Oh yeah, so um, you were saying this guy. Oh um, yeah, so yeah, that's kind of like the the solo kind of like ranty style uh, podcast I listen to. But I mean, at the end of the day, I there are things that I like about those podcasts um, and things that like I definitely want to emulate in their quality. Um, but when it comes to their substance, like I want to just see where this goes, and I want to I, I can't wait to see like what we talk about. This is very much. Uh, like an intro and we're kind of explaining like how we got here. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. This is um, definitely a test episode because, um, not even, man, like this is episode one. Like, well, this in, is us getting in. Well, I mean like test episode, obviously in that, like from here we will adjust audio. Like we're going to try our best to make the sound quality a little bit better. We're going to tweak things like gain and reverb and, and listen back, maybe see how like our rapport is going, maybe see how our cadence is going no, and also see like our lull. Yeah. Is one of us too far from the mic or too close? Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, uh, our, everything gets better uh, the more you do it. So I go into it with if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, unless you're a um, schizophrenic that's, in Arkansas. That's that's the most that's the most like low self esteem way to address that. Like if you're pro- if you're listening to this, you're probably, you're probably not. not. Well, if no one's listening to it, they don't need to hear that because they're not gonna <laughs> fucking hear it. So why'd you say it? Then get it out of your system. Just go fuck off. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, if you're listening to this, it, it always will get better as you as you go forward because like practice makes perfect. But I think it's we probably sound great because we're awesome at everything. Everything, you know, we're pretty great at everything. I'm here. I think I'm here, like in the back yeah. of my mind, going, "You're still a piece of shit." <laughs> well, I picked up like it was, like you know, it's just, you know, I remember being in middle school and like like I had thick band, and you know, I picked up jazz saxophone and and how'd that work out for you? You know, first chair in the first 10 minutes. You know what I mean? I'm just good at everything. You I know? hate And I think you're you good stand. at everything. No, I'm not. I'm terrible. You know? But that's the mindset you gotta have. You gotta have, you gotta have that good boy up here. I guess, but like, you gotta. like 90% If you defeat the... yourself before you even start, you're done. Can we not turn this into a motivational podcast? We have to turn the, we have to, this has to be a demotivational this is podcast. Actually a, this is actually a character study of Elias Cruz. <laughs> thanks, thanks. And now they know my fucking last name. They do! Do you know how many Elias Cruz's there are? There are, but I'm the only one. In my <laughs> See, there you go. There's a mindset. Yeah, there you go. There's a mindset you need. Um, but yeah. So that's yeah, that's pretty much that. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about like weird stuff. Like I got to your house today and uh, we started talking about uh, the fact that little dogs still have big dog dongs. Oh yeah, that was an interesting conversation. The fact that like we haven't been able to breed out or breed in specific dick sizes compared to dogs. Yeah, we can we can bring a dog. We can make a dog smaller in body size, but their dick stays the same size. And their balls. Their balls could be gigantic. Like, yeah, you look at dachshunds, and it's like it's like half their body length is dick. Yeah, like and you're like, walk. how does this happen? Yeah, there was I had a I have I have a really good friend of mine who um, they used to have um, they used to have a wiener dog. And I forget what the dog's name was. Literally a wiener dog. Yeah, no, legit. Big old wiener. But they, I forget what his name was. Oh, Boner. La Mao, really? They, yeah, wow. Thanks for that one, by the way. Um, They used to call him Boner because he just had like an offensively large penis for a dog. It was what? what? Hey, um, hey, uh, I really like your dog. He's super cute, but his dick is egregious. Yeah. Like, like, I just got to say this. Offensive. <laughs> it is too much dick for that dog. Can you put some shorts on him or something? Small banana hammock. I don't know. Whatever you got. In, it's in. like it's like I was saying earlier. It's like God drew the line. It was like, hey, 
you can you can pretend to be me with these dogs for a little bit. Sure. You can start breeding them. You can give them squishy faces and little legs. Make them big, small, fat. But I draw the line at genitalia. Yeah, no. You're Everybody's not, getting the same size. You're not fucking with their dick. Right? The only time I've I think that that actually doesn't like stay true is with chihuahuas. I've never seen a chihuahua with oh, a gigantic dong. Yeah, but I think chihuahuas are actually a breed of rat. Uh, <laughs> They're not actually that canines. was made larger and more dog like. Instead of a dog being made smaller. So I think that's where... So where do you think the hard <laughs> limit is on small dogs? Like, What constitutes dog in... I think dachshund is like as small as you can go. Really? Or Yorkie. I guess Yorkie, Yorkies are smaller, right? I feel like Yorkies are just like the most God, luxurious it. rats that I you can get. I can't stand Yorkies. Look, I don't hate small dogs. I don't hate dogs, period. I love all dogs. I'm a I massive dog lover. Dogs. I, I love, love all dogs. dogs. I don't. Chihuahuas can fuck off and die. But you know what? I've met chihuahuas that are like, they're super chill. Like, they come up to you and they cuddle up next to you and they're like, don't hurt me. What are those? What are those? Uh, is it an Irish setter? What are those ones that's got the fucking big mustache in front? The big mustache? You know, like, uh, like they the always f- have, they always make them Scottish in animated films. Uh, is it an Irish I, setter? Is it a Scottish terrier? I'm Googling. Hold on. I got to Google this because I got to know. The Scot. Is it? Is, wait, what did you say? A Scottish terrier? Oh my god, is that it? I don't know. Hold on one second. I gotta find this because I hate these goddamn dogs. Why though? I just did don't they, like the way I just don't like the way they look. Yes, it is a Scottish Terrier. Look at it. Is it a Scottish Terrier? Yeah. Did you see the photo? It's so stupid looking. Boom! Called it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it on the nose. I just I don't know. I just don't like them. I also I don't know, man. Do- like small dogs. Like this with long hair. You know what? And stupid faces Wait, and little you, feet. Hold on. Dumb I'm tails out. and ugly noses and caca eyes. Caca <laughs> eyes. Shit. Everything. I just don't like them. You know what, fucking dog? I don't understand. I don't even know the fucking name of it. it that's, <laughs> how, even, that's how. I won't even remember its name. It's got like that snout that looks like its, no, its snout top starts at the top of its head. Bull Terrier. Is it a Bull Terrier? Is it the target dog? Yes. Yeah, it's a Bull Terrier. What the fuck is wrong with that dog? It has Down Syndrome. Seriously? Have you seen, if you look at pictures of Bull Terriers from like 1930s, Mm -hmm. it looks way different. It's just they've been so inbred. But what happened? Like, what is the point of them, like... (sighs) It's just part of, it's like part of the breeding process. Their snout literally starts at the top of their skull. Yeah, right there. Yeah, what is going on with that dog? I know, they're ugly as shit. There's something wrong with that dog. Uh, I'm sure that they're lovely animals. Like, if you're around one of them, it's going to want to, like, hang out with you and shit if it's properly trained and it's been shown a lot of love. Look at the bull terrier in the 30s. Okay, see, like, it looks like a normal dog. It has has a regular snout. It's just that over time they bred out that dip. The brow? Yeah, yeah, for, for people listening, like, just look up bull terrier in 1930 and you'll see it, like, has... Has that regular like concave yeah. sloping snout? It from has the eyebrows. Yeah, basically, it has a brow line, and then as it gets, as time goes on, they just they it just gets get worse and worse and worse. They just get real. D- yeah, see this. Look, they just like they bred it out. Yeah, why? I don't. I don't know. Okay, people are just weird like that. But yeah, yeah um, I don't know how we started talking about dogs because you were talking about how when you came to my house, the first thing we started oh, talking about was... because you were taking care of your parents' dog. And right. He a huge and he's dog. a wiener dog with he's a gigantic a dog. dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep, yep. So... These are the things that cross my brain. It's like jerking off in a Chili's bathroom. Yeah, you know, you gotta have that pocket puss on you. <laughs> at all times. <laughs> I want my pocket, 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 p
Is that just going to start becoming our intro and our outro? Oh, can it? singing Pocket Puss? What if we get sponsored by like a Fleshlight company? That'd be That's dope. That's going to be, you know, I'm going to have a hard time like reconciling that, that in my pun? head. Was that a pun? Yes. Was that a pun? It was unintentional. You didn't unintentional. even know it. You didn't even know it. I hate you. Uh, but I, seriously though, a whore for sponsorships. I'll take any sponsorship that comes <laughs> Anything. to Anything. I'll take a sponsorship for like Guantanamo Bay. I'll be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, Camp X-Ray. This podcast brought to you <laughs> by the U.S. military. <laughs> Have you thought about waterboarding lately? <laughs> <laughs> What's your company's policy on waterboarding? Is there information you need to get from your kids? Do you not like brown people? Do you think Timmy's smoking behind your back? <laughs> Have you caught Sarah sneaking out a window? Wow. Let me tell you what. A piece of plywood, a rag, and, and a, a gallon of water. And, 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 and a, a gallon, just one gallon of water. Just one gallon. That's all you're going to need when we're done with you. It'll get you there. So enough about torture. Let's talk about you. <sighs> How's your week been? Um, my week's been pretty all right. I had yeah. um, they they you know they like splitting your days off in retail. So I had um, I it's had Friday off. I worked Saturday and I have today off. Double edged sword though, because I think I because I remember when I was working like a customer service job like that when I was working at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the schedules I had. That was like that was like a Monday th- or like a Sunday through Tuesday, Wednesday off. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have Thursday through Saturday, Sunday off, and I didn't mind that. I liked that because it was almost like it just split my week up really nicely. It was like was I worked for three days day off. I worked for three days day off. It was as consistent as it could be. So like I would I would probably get it for like two or three weeks, and then it, and then it would switch up. Okay. Um, but we had like yeah, it was pretty. Cons- our my schedule was pretty consistent because we had like just set days. Uh, it would only get messed up if people like had to go on vacation or you had to cover or whatever. Right. But. I, I liked that, but I also didn't like it at the same time. Because it's there's also something about having two days off in a row mm-hmm. that kind of lets you decompress in a way that... And also get things done. And get things done, yeah. Because it's really tough to know that you have a day to get things done, and then you got to work the next day, so you got to go to sleep early. And then you're going to get the next day off, so you got to hope that you can get things done, assuming it doesn't fall on a Sunday, so now there's a lot of shit that's closed. And then, well, sucks. you gotta go be- you got to go to bed early again, because you got to work tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, and you never get that time. Nope. That's why I much prefer having five days on, two days off, you know, um, the standard like nine to five type deal. Um, It gives some consistency to life. For sure. It's something you can expect, right? And you can expect that solid 48 (laughs) hours of just not having to to show up to anywhere. It it does help. It does. It does. But I mean. But no, my week's been all right. Um, We. um, Anything fanciful happen? Here at home? No. Um. Just getting ready for the podcast. Um, playing a lot of uh, Tom Clancy's Wildlands, like the, the Ghost Recon game that came out. Are you still playing Wildlands? It's only been out for two years. Why does everybody think that game came out like five years ago? Because two years is a long time in gaming. It is. To but stick to it. Like, have, did you play it from release? No, no. I picked it up like a, like a week and a half ago. It was on the PlayStation Store. Okay, on that sale makes for, sense. It, they had a flash sale for one day. It was 15 bucks, and then it was back to 50. So I scored on that one. Wow. 15. 15 bucks, yeah. 14.99, man. Wow. Um, and it's up now to 50. So it's almost like 50 something with tax. So um, how do you like it? It's good. It's like all games, it's very repetitive, but it's fun. And I have like a certain, a certain part of my brain that craves like tactical shooters um, <clears throat> and Wildlands. <coughs> I'm going to die. Don't do that. Um, Wildlands. <laughs> Episode one. <laughs> Eli's Elias dead. died. Thanks. Um, there's, a, there's a certain like element to the game that's very tactical you yeah. can be you know balls to the wall like i'm blowing everything up i'm coming out of here with light machine guns like nobody's getting out of here unscathed 
Or you can be super stealthy and crawl through the jungle and have your team take people out, you know, very meticulously. Dope. I do a little bit of both. It depends how I'm feeling that day. So, talking uh, about this Tom Clancy's Wildlands, yes. are you are you going to be buying Division 2? I don't know. Because I want people to. are excited about this Division 2. They are, but people were excited about the first Division, and look what happened there. It took until patch, like, 1.8 for the game to be truly good. But wouldn't you say maybe they've learned something now? I would, mm-hmm. but here's the problem. Okay. Look at all the issues that Destiny had, right? And all the issues that, um, what was this other game that came out at the same time as Destiny? Uh, that Battlefield had? And Anthem came out, and we were all like, yay, Bioware's doing the story! They've, they're going to have so much information from Destiny, and they're going to learn from all these mistakes that are so public, and they're going to correct all these issues. And then Anthem comes out. And it gets like a six point or a sixty-five on Metacritic, and all the reviews on Reddit of like people who aren't game reviewers, like people who just like you and me that just go buy a game and they're like, all right, I play, I've put 12, 12 hours into the game. This is what I've seen so far, and they were horrible. Everyone's trashed the game. I haven't heard a single overtly positive review of so, the game of Anthem. Granted, I say that as someone that has not played anything past the demo, de- demo, demo beta thing that they had. <clears throat> There's something in my throat that's going to kill me. Drink the water. Drink the water. <sighs> Thank you, Yeti cup. <clears throat> Filled with the nectar of life. Um, it's whiskey. It, that is the name of whiskey, but mm-hmm. in this case, it's literally just water. High quality H2O. It's high quality. So, yeah, you haven't played it yet. I played the, 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 beta, the beta demo, and it was... I get it. It's a beta. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting a lot, but it felt very repetitive. Combat felt really fun, um, but the gameplay just felt repetitive. And from all the reviews that mm-hmm. I've seen online, a lot of people say that there's just it feels hollow. So like, okay, so here, so this is my in defense of Anthem, um, because I have I have gripes with Anthem. Uh, I have things obviously that I don't like about Anthem. Um, do you own it? Yes. Okay. I have it. I own it. I've put already like 20 hours into it. I'm like a level 14 right now. Okay. Cap, cap is 30, so I'm not too far off. I'm halfway there. Uh, so, it's actually what I'm going to do when I leave here. Uh, <laughs> Anthem. A man with a plan. <laughs> Anthem, in the same way that all looter shooters are mm-hmm. uh, and grind fest games are, because that's exactly what it is. It's a game as a service. It is a grind fest. It is all that. It is repetitive. Um, and... The one thing I will say about its repetition is that it doesn't give you enough diversity within that repetition for it to feel fresh or new. Um, It is pretty much the same thing Mm mission-wise. When you start getting to things like Strongholds, it starts to get better. But what Strongholds remind me of are what, like, Destiny did well with Missions and Strikes, where it was, like, these set pieces that you would go to. Maybe you have a very mild puzzle or something like that, and then you have an end boss, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you have an end you know, beefy, like a lead or whatever it may be. Right. Uh, Anthem doesn't have that for its regular missions. So its regular missions feel very boring. That's in what I keep sense, hearing, that they're in hollow. The sense. But the gameplay, like your combat ability mm-hmm. is so much fun. Right. Um, because the powers and... Because this game is not a looter shooter in the sense like Destiny is a looter shooter mm-hmm. or the, Divi- the Division is a looter shooter where it's about the weapons that you get and it's about the equipment that you pick up. It's not about that. Yeah, because a lot of people were saying that that was one of the big issues they had with loot is that, like, everything you pick up is just a subtle variation on the same shitty assault rifle, they, shotgun, and They don't look gun. different. They look the same. Yeah. Uh, you start getting... Some do but, more damage. So, but it's just like Destiny where, like, all the all the uncommons and commons and rares 
all look the same because they're not garbage. Until you get to legendaries and legendaries and exotics that it gets like some flavor. Exactly. And but then, they said that Anthem has none of those things. It does once you start getting into masterworks and once you start getting into like legendary items and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's endgame. Like people are just getting to endgame now, right? right? Like you have to give it the time it needs. Sure. But the guns are so much an afterthought in this game mm-hmm. where it is you have to think of it more like Diablo than Skills. Destiny, where it's about your abilities. Yeah, like it's how about, you play the, the, the class. It's about balancing your cooldowns and, and doing... The combo system is super fun, like, especially the, when, with your, when you're playing with your friends. Uh-huh. Huh? Well, on. I was saying during the Where beta, when I got to play, I got to use the... Uh, what was it called? The big angry one? The Colossus, Colossus? armor? You feel like you're... In, like, like, you feel like a Colossus. Like a Hulkbuster. Yeah, like this giant lumbering... Like, you yeah. kind of feel like Big Daddy from Bioshock. You just feel like this big, angry, lumbering thing who's just like, yo, fuck, bring it, dudes. Yeah, like, um, I'm gonna fuck you up. During the beta, all I did, I, I to close the distance, I would just put up the shield, and I would just run up and just fucking deck people in the mouth. Oh, do you know you can just people. run through with your shield, yeah, and it does damage? Just, yeah. I would just run through, yeah. and then when I got close to somebody, I would just punch them, and I'm like, this feels great. Jay, who's playing, our friend Jay, who's playing Colossus, he'll run around with a flamethrower and, and prime. Just, he, he primes everyone. He sets everyone on fire, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, who, someone who's playing an interceptor, which is like a more up close and personal, like melee style mm-hmm. character, very fast, has three dashes, three jumps, Damn. like very, very mobile. Will just come up as they're primed, then just start meleeing and just detonate, 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 detonate. And it's like the super, you can time it like that with combos. Like I'm a storm, so I have, uh, like I have like basically I'm a wizard, right. and I can float forever, and I'm like I can be in the back and I can call down lightning and do ice storms and like throw fireballs and like. It just feels the gameplay, like the 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 moment to moment gameplay, feels really really good, and I I like those kind of games, so mm-hmm. it it ends up being like worth it for me. Okay. Now there's a ton of stuff wrong with Anthem. That game needed six more months, like it minimum. was minimum. Yeah. It was undercooked. <laughs> I like I can't tell you how undercooked it was. The the glitches in the game are every time you log in, it has server issues. Uh, it'll constantly pop you out. Um, it, I've had glitches when it comes to, uh, combat where I'll put up, like, so you can put up basically like a targeting reticle almost for an AOE. So it's like a dome that you okay. can see where it's going to hit. Uh, that would kind of glitch out. Uh, there was a glitch that if I was reloading and I tried to fly while mm-hmm. I was hovering, it would glitch me out to where I was always aiming down sights. And then if I tried to fly, it would teleport me forward and shoot my gun and it wouldn't. Yeah. And then if I tried to respawn my character, it would just basically be holding down like it would just shoot my gun constantly and i couldn't move and then the weather effects would get crazy like stuff stuff that feels like it's an alpha build of a game that like play testers would be playing through and going hey there's a lot of problems here there's a problem with your weather that's been their final product yeah there's a problem with your textures popping in there's you know and that's their final product and i don't necessarily think that's that's all the developer's fault. That could be publishing too. Publishing sure. going, hey, you have to hit this mark, and if you don't hit this mark, we're releasing it anyway. Yeah, we'll fix it. In, yeah, we'll fix it in post. What I love about Anthem, I think, through all of its issues, uh, through the fact that it doesn't have the best, you know, the the most full fledged and 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 um, how do I say this? Like, uh, well rounded content mm-hmm. is I see its potential. I like its aesthetic. I like the ideas behind it. I love the javelins. Like your 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 suits are really cool, and they're mm-hmm. very unlike Destiny. The classes are different. They're right. very different. They play very different. They have totally different feels. Like you can't play a storm like you play an interceptor, like you play a colossus. You know, right. like they they all have their distinct features. And when you can hook up in a group, mm-hmm. it's very fulfilling. Like it's very 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 fun, okay. uh, and that's what I like. So I 
as long as and they just released a really big patch, fix some of the bugs, fix some of the loot table issues with Endgame. So they clearly want to make it better, and they're striving to constantly have those those things come in. So okay. I, I I like Anthem. Okay. I like Anthem. I'm not saying go buy it. I'm saying if you're interested in Anthem, wait till May. What's and happening? See in if May? it's worth it. A bunch of patches will be released at the time. Like May gives enough time to see how well it, they they've supported the game and if they've fixed it. Right, it just gives you time to go. Okay, well, if by May you're still not, it's still not fixed. Like I'm not going to spend the sixty dollars to, to, to buy the game. You know what okay, I, mean? I mean? That's fair. That makes sense. Or you can wait. They have a big patch coming out in April, so they have, or they have a big update. So if like you want to wait till then, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. And the game will I be like cheaper. It. And they get you know, they already lowered the price. Already forty three. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, sales were not good, but like all the press was bad for it. Of course, but I mean but that's what happens when your game isn't finished. Yeah. And I. I totally agree about like it's valid criticism. True, it is. It's valid criticism. Like, I mean, this I happened. This yeah. happened too recently with um, what game was this that came out that ended up being like not a flop, but what the hell was it? Oh, it was. I mean, this game super obscure. Like no one listening to this. The life of Black Tiger, in, including the schizophrenics in Arkansas, are gonna understand this. But Dude, there was a Gundam game that Greg came out. Greg is gonna love. Greg's this gonna fucking flip. Um, there was a Gundam game that came out. Um, it was the first time like a U.S. specific Gundam game had been released by Bamco, um, which is Bandai Namco. They own the Gundam franchise. Yeah. There, um, there was in in the Asian market for a long time. There was a series called Gundam Breaker, mm-hmm. and it was essentially like such would, a Japanese thing. Right. Well, you would. Uh, the reason they called that is because it was based around like the the models, mm-hmm. the model kits. And so you could custom build your own like Gundam and then go and fight in a story mode, like mission-based setting with it. Oh, sweet. So it's almost like a Build-A-Bear workshop for Gundam. Exactly. And then there's like a storyline. Um, and then they made one for the US market called New Gundam Breaker. That should have been new, it should have been Gundam Breaker 4 because there's already a 3. But they're like, no, it's for the US market. We'll call it New Gundam Breaker. We'll start them. Yeah, we'll start them fresh. $60 price tag. Uh-huh. Brand new game. Came out. The game was a complete and total flop. Within... Within two months, they dropped the price to like I think thirty dollars, fifty percent off. Yeah, it sucks. The game had a lot of really bad issues, like, but I loved it and I played through it and it felt like an alpha release. And I'm sure there's been like maybe three or four more updates since then. Um, there's been a lot of content that's been added, so mm-hmm. there's way more Gundams. And if you're a big Gundam fan, there's a lot of like almost every Gundam series is, is represented in there. Um, and just the customization. I mean, even without playing the game, I could sit there and customize Gundams all day. So that's when, when I picked up Anthem is something I did with my Javelin. I was like for an hour and a half because mm-hmm. you get to like basically customize the colors and stuff like that. And I was right. just like going through a bunch of color schemes. I think there's something to be said about appreciating games. Like not like not every game. And it's a sentiment that I've heard in a lot of gaming podcasts. Like not every game has to be a 10. Not no, every game doesn't. has to be a 9, dude. Like you can love like meh games yeah, yeah a six like there are games that i love that probably have like really horrible reviews but i love them because they were just a, a moment in time where i really appreciated certain parts of them and yeah they had flaws but like i was able to kind of get past them and look past them and there was a thing on reddit recently that said that i think it was metacritic or something um no game has ever reached a hundred score with them the only game that has ever gotten a 99 was ocarina of time the original release on on n64 mm-hmm and I think the only reason they said that it didn't reach 100 was because of the graphics. Well, I mean, yeah, it's... Well, I mean, yeah, it's when did they review the it? They I reviewed it I when think, it came out? I think when it came out, they were kind of like, mm, Nintendo could have done a better job and polished it up a bit. But, 
I mean, so there's one person who gave it a lower review, pretty much, basically. probably, yeah, yeah. Um, but Ocarina of Time is, I mean, I played it and that's fucking hundred. Like that's easily one of the best, at least for then. Like when games were coming out, I they, think it was really good. I think no, Ocarina of Time is one of my favorite. Story games. was great, gameplay was good. I mean, and you have to think about it. You have to also think about it like with with the historical context of when that game came out. Also, like, whoa, super deja vu right now. Holy shit. Whoa, really? Yeah, like, I know we have had this conversation. In oh, we've time. probably talked about this before for sure. But, but like, I mean, in another time stream, like, in this room, we have had this conversation. Oh, okay, in the in the parallel dimension that is Earth 2? Yes. Oh. Where things are better. Oh. Is it? Yes. No acid rain, I heard. No acid rain. Also, no acid completely rain. different completely different president. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Who, 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 who won? Roseanne Barr? I don't know. I haven't checked. She would have done a good job. I'm not even sure it's a Democrat, to be honest with you. It could be anybody. I'm not even sure there's even parties. We could have elected a wombat, for all I know. What the fuck? Who kicked them? Can you imagine the first wombat president? Will we ever get there? I have hope for America. (laughs) Yes, we can. I believe in us, right? We can get there. First wombat president? Yes, we can. What's his name going to be? Skippy? (sighs) President Skippy the wombat. It doesn't have a very statesman ring to it. It doesn't. Reginald. Reginald? Reginald the Wombat President. Fitzpatrick. The Reginald third. Fitzpatrick the Third. President of the United Wombat States of America. Yes. Got it. Right. Is everyone in Earth 2 a Wombat? Is that uh, what they are at? now? <laughs> okay, that's where we're at now. Alright, we've moved on. Wombat, so it's not the first Wombat President. This is gonna be great. You know what? It is the first Wombat President because they figured out democracy. There you go. Before then it was just a wasteland of just of warring wombats. wombat tribes. Holy shit. And nope. then they found... The schizophrenics are going to love this dude, shit. Dude, the schizophrenic are rock hard right now. They are just rocking back They're and forth. They're in their Chili's bathroom just, just fucking... fucking going at it. Woo! Glad to grab my pocket puss for this episode of the Dairy Isle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, I'll take the Honey Crispers. Be right back. <laughs> Does anybody hear a squishing sound? Is the janitor here? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so that's... My week has essentially just been work... And playing Wildlands. Playing Wildlands. Um, well, we had talking about how your work week was. Well, wait a minute. You got to hear this shit. Um, so at the service desk at this big orange box store that I work at. Yeah. What I do mainly is I handle returns. Um, and we had a guy that came in on. It was third. No, Saturday. Yesterday, and he wanted to return a door. It was like at like almost lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wants to return a door. He brings the receipt. Okay, fine. And we, um, what's it called? We do the return and, <laughs> or we're trying to process the return for the door. But when we're looking at the receipt, we realize that the SKU number. Uh-huh, the, the SKU number. The SKU number on the door doesn't match the SKU number on the receipt. In this instance, we would tell people like, well, if you have the the debit card that you used to to pay for the for the product, we can just refund it back to the card. Yeah. Otherwise, as one does in retail, you're gonna get store credit. Yeah, right. He keeps insisting, and I mean like hard insisting here. Like he's really pushing this one. That he's being he's being a a, a consumer American, pretty much an American consumer. He's being a I Karen. know English. He's being a Karen. I'd like to speak to your manager. Um, oh, he's single white momming it. Yeah, holy hard. shit! But he's an angry Cuban man. Oof. Which we're gonna touch on that in one second because culturally there's something I need I need to teach the listeners um, about how this city works. So he's like really pushing the fact that this receipt is the same, like the skew is the same as the door is. And so the lady who's doing the return, who's asking me for my help, 
um, she goes and asks him, like, well, stop. Because we didn't cover this in the first point. What's wrong with the door? It's just not the wrong size. It's like, okay, got it. Unfortunately, this receipt is not for this door. You don't have your debit card. I can still give you store credit. Which should be enough because if right. you just need a new door, that and should be fine. he just bought the door. The door is new, so it's not, he's going to get like less money for it. He's going to get the same exact amount of money that he spent to go buy the door that you need. Now, I don't know if this is ruining your story, but I want to ask, was it not the door he purchased? What do you mean? Was it the door he was replacing that he was trying to return? To like- no, I don't know. We didn't get that far in the conversation because oh, okay. he instantly was like, I want to speak to your store manager. And we were like, got it. The associate was like, but maybe we can help. And I came up behind her and I was like, hey, it's not your problem anymore. The second that he asks for a manager, be like, yeah, you got it. Absolutely. Can you do me a favor? and Just wait right over there. I'm going to get you a manager. Mm-hmm. I called. I paid to her manager. Sure enough, one of our assistant managers shows up and he says this to him in Spanish and my mind was blown. He tells him, we're having a problem and it's getting to the point that I might have to call the police. <gasps> my assistant manager's what? response. Yeah. My assistant manager's response was one of those things that you hear about and wish that you could be there to hear it. And I was, and I was really happy. So it was like that perfect moment in time where you're like, I can't believe I'm here to witness this. Yeah. And he just looks at him with the most just blank face and goes, okay. And what is it you're planning to tell the cops? And the guy just didn't have a response for that. Of course not. Cause it's ridiculous. What do you got? Nine on one. What is the address of your emergency? I'm at the store and they won't accept my door because the receipt is not the same for the door and the SKUs don't match. He, so I'm going to hang up now. I, I asked them and I told them that I just bought the door and they still want to give me the money. Okay, sir. Well, you're going to have to call your mom to come pick you up. For a second there, okay? you sounded like one of those fifth graders that they just... And then the thing with the place and, and the story with the guy. And it's like... He, he hit me. He hit me. And then I fell and he hit me. He healed me. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa. You need to take a breath. Clearly, this is your fault. Yeah. Here, have a Capri Sun. Sit down. <laughs> just relax. Oh, man. So after that, I just walked away. I don't know how that story ended. I know it didn't end with the cops. No, but I, I know it also didn't end with him getting a refund. No. What it ended with was them probably giving him store credit and being like, go get your fucking door buy the fucking door and get the fuck out of the store. Yeah. They said it to him in the most polite, gentle manner they probably could. Yeah. Um, because apparently our company is like super about customer service uh, to the point yeah. that it's almost detrimental to the employees because yeah. that means we have to sit there and we have to take it right off the butt. That's um, every customer service job. Of course it is. Um, so that was really fun. Um, we also have a woman who I believe is probably a schizophrenic. She's probably a fan of the show. Ooh. Um, but she's a tiny, tiny, tiny brown woman. And when I say brown, I mean like not African-American. She like appears Dominican? to be... No, like she's like Peruvian or Nicaraguan. She's got like a very like aztec sort of like Indian style like face, like the really yeah. broad nose. Yeah. Um, and she's a sweetheart. Like, every time she sees you, she asks you, how are you doing? Uh-huh. How's your day or whatever? Okay. But halfway through that, she'll be like, how are you? Doing good? Do you want an avocado? And you're like, what? stop. What? We're not sailing past that offer. Did you just randomly offer me an avocado? That's everyone. She thinks that she knows everyone in the store, even new employees that we just hired. She'll be like, mijo, how are you? How are you doing? Do you want an avocado? And you're like, what? What? Wait, is that like her go-to icebreaker? Yeah, just you how want you, an you want an avocado? an avocado? It's all in Spanish, too. So sometimes white people will be like, I don't understand what you're saying. And we'll have to translate and just Ay, be like... Mijo, como ta? Oye, quiero un avocado. And you're just like, what? What did you just call me? I'm sorry. 
What? An agua cake? To be <laughs> fair, to be fair, I have also offered my coworkers aguacates. But you have offered it as a as a peace offering, and that's your from opening. friend to friend. Yeah. Hey guys, I know you. Get them all grabbing. Anybody want one? And it's either yes or no. Oh well, does she not take no for an answer? No, she takes no for an oh, answer. Okay. And she's and not like hurt. You want an avocado, and you're like, oh no, I'm good. Do you want? No, 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 mijo. Do get one avocado. So, like, is this a drug deal? Is no. Aguagabe, is, is like, code for fucking perico? She's like, just jamming fucking avocados down someone's throat in the back office. At that like, point, that's... Eat the aguagabe! That's, that's guacamole at that point. Just, if they're jamming it down anybody's throat... She has onions, she's... Oh, my God. Yeah, for and for people who couldn't see that because there's no video in here. He pantomimed chewing one like a onion. grenade. Yeah, biting into an onion as if it's a grenade. And then, uh, as if you're pulling the pin out of a grenade with your teeth. Which, by the way, don't do a, that. Don't do that. You will break, break your teeth. Your teeth. 100%. Yeah. I think people drastically underestimate yeah. how stiff the pin inside Yeah, they really don't want you to accidentally pull that out. There's a reason for these designs. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he's like you're going to get blown up. Yeah, and then spitting it into the person's mouth. And just shoving it in there like a mortar and pestle like you know? in their throat. Because that's it's how you terrible. make guacamole in, in, yep. at box lunch. At box uh, Orange box lunch. Yeah. So um, that, that was fun. And she's a regular, apparently. Um, so she does this a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. She doesn't work with you? No, she's a, like... A customer? I, I, I can't really call her a customer because I've never physically seen her purchase anything. She just peruses the store offering people how I got this mid-sentence. Oh, so she's just... Okay, so this makes more sense as to why she's she She's just be, a crazy. Why she would be a crazy. Okay. Yeah, I thought she worked crazy. there. She was offering co-workers how I got this. And I'm like, no. okay, that makes sense. No. We, so have some, we have some fucking weirdos that work at the store, but yeah. I mean... I mean, I work in like a corporate setting, so like... Everyone Ooh, in there what is mysterious so... company do you work for? Oh, um, my company. Uh, you know, you guys you, deal in boats. Don't yeah, you? yeah. You probably have ne- you probably have never heard of them, but they like to transport people on large uh, seafaring craft. White craft, right? Yeah, white. Yeah, white. Large white craft. White craft several white windows. Craft. Uh, Some of them even have helipads, don't they? All of them have helipads. Actually, do they really? By law. By law. For emergency. International maritime law means you need to have a helipad uh, if you are transporting. It's, I forget the number of passengers, but I think it also, if, I think if you're just a, I don't want to say it's commercial, it's not commercial, right? If you're a, passenger what do you vessel? call it? Yeah, passenger vessel. Okay. You need to be able to have like a way off. Uh, same with like lifeboats and stuff like that. But they, uh, they're quite, uh, they like, they're very regal themed. They're, they're very regal. I was yeah. like, that was the word I was thinking. They're yeah. regal. Yeah. Something to do with a part of the uh, Atlantic, the Southern Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Uh, where those chain of islands are. Somewhere around like Puerto Rico, Cuba. Yeah, the Disney Dominican made a Republic. movie about the area. Something so very paratic in nature, mm-hmm, as, mm-hmm. as far as yeah, I can tell. Um, a lot of I eye patches. Rhyme, rhymes with uh, Shoyal Babibian. Um, so, yeah, they're good. Shoyal Babibian's been great. <laughs> uh, great corporate setting, too. But, like... <laughs> You're on fire with this, I, I am, right? Uh, but corporate settings are so weird in their own way. How so? Okay, because in a corporate setting, you're spending so much time with these people, right? Like, I spend... Eight to ten hours with my coworkers, like every Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. like every fucking week. Um, but there's like just there's certain like social rules that you have to follow within a corporate setting that are just so antithetical to the way that people behave in groups. Okay, like you, this is where you spend the most time with these people, yet like you're not supposed to become too familiar with them romantic relationships are frowned upon um like sexual harassment's like a really big problem like you're kind of like 
everyone in my job is everyone in my job is pretty relaxed, right? Because people are still people. So of like, course. as long as everyone in the environment's okay with like certain things, they're okay. Um, they're pretty loose, which which is nice. But there's still that weird like wall that you have with like new people that you meet in your office where you're just like, you're from a different department. And like, I don't know how you are. So I have to be very straight laced and very professional with you for at least a couple of weeks until you hear me yeah. fucking call somebody a cuntosaurus. And then you're like, Oh, that's oh, what God, I've never used that word at work. I think I'd be fired immediately. But, uh, but I do, uh, say bitch and fucking shit a lot, which is very nice to have the ability to do so. Uh, but yeah, it's just like this, it's something that you don't experience when you work like retail, you work customer service because usually the people you work with, it's just a, a, a much more relaxed environment yeah, between no, and, coworkers. And the people that, that I work with in retail, I mean, I work with a lot of young, young people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm dude, You're almost 30. I'm going to be 30 this year um, in fuck. December. I know. Ancient. Are you kidding me? That's Jesus. Funny. Have you even really picked up the coffin yet? Yeah. It's, it's very tasteful. Oh, it's, is it? Yeah. What's clear, the lining look like? Clear acrylic. Wow. Yeah. So you can see straight wow. through into the, yeah. We can, you know? Well, because I wanted to fuck with people. I wanted to be able okay. to be the only person that's ever had an open and closed casket funeral at the same time. Wow. You know what? Trend setting. And I like it. I try. You're the first. Thank you. You're the yeah. Neil Armstrong of burials. Thank you. You know? Yeah. One small step for mankind. One clear acrylic coffin for the rest of you <laughs> lonely motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> the, the lining will be quite nice. Um, it'll actually be Alcantara or Alcantara. Oh. I don't know how you pronounce it. Alcantara, I think it's Alcantara. Alcantara sounds better. It me. does. Um, it sounds more like you know what it is. But it'll be all Al- Alcantara lined okay. um, in more than likely a mix of teal and bright pink to really give that Miami vibe. Wow. So yeah. you're going you're going out vice. 100% vice. Vice. And then so, the clear acrylic will be like the coffin once I'm lowered. Tuxes, tuxes, stark white. Stark white, but it's not an actual tux. I'm going to be wearing the white blazer with a, a black t-shirt underneath with oh. white pants. Oh, wow. And um, what's it called? Uh, loafers? Yes, loafers. Uh, with no, no socks. No socks. Oh, clearly. Obviously. <laughs> clearly, yeah. Um, my hair will be permed prior to my burial. Pants hemmed two inches too far up so you can see the ankle? Just a bit. We're actually okay. thinking two and an eighth inch just so that as I walk... Oh, like so they show the video of me before I was buried. As I okay. walk, it just gives you a quick peek of the ankle. Okay. Um, and then once the coffin is lowered, it won't be lowered into a traditional six by whatever fucking you know grave. The grave will actually be fourteen feet long by about I think it's eight and a half feet wide mm-hmm. and twenty feet deep. Um, oh wow! The, the reason is because my coffin will then be lowered onto the white Ferrari Testarossa from Miami Vice, um, and then I will be buried. And we are actually working with NASA and with the Department of Defense to come up with clear acrylic sand. So it'll oh. actually be f- solid. Like, you can walk on top of my grave, but you can look straight down. So like a, like a glass-bottom burial. Right. Exactly. Wow, that's We're great. doing all yeah. glass. I, want I mean, why wouldn't you go? I mean, if you're going to do something, right. you do it right. Exactly. And then you on top of I mean? that, I want, I want several research institutions to be able to see what a body looks like decomposing underground in real time. As one does. So you're also thinking of the sciences. Wow. Well, you, I mean, really, you really have covered everything. I have. Well, also my body upon death will be cut open and all of my organs will be placed into scientific versions of canopic jars. Oh. So they can be then researched to find out what exactly the fuck is wrong with me. So speaking of canopic jars, uh, I actually am going, I'm going another route. 
I want an Egyptian style uh, pyramid burial. Really? Yeah. Uh, I also believe that. Um, like the way Nick Cage built a pyramid in that that uh, that famous um, graveyard in Louisiana. Yes. Okay. Correct. The same. Very exact egotistical way. of you. I like By it. By the way, very impressive looking. Is it really? It's incredibly seen impressive. Yeah. Uh, cost him a lot of money. I hope. You know, <laughs> when you buy islands and stuff, pyramids usually do. Uh, yeah. So I want uh, I want uh, an Egyptian style uh, pyramid burial. I want to be mummified. Okay. Uh, and I also want to be buried with all my things because, you know, you come into this world with nothing, but then you accumulate a lot. I'm taking. And you know what? I don't think me. anyone else should have it. I think it should be mine. Right. Uh, okay. That includes my spouse and my pets. While uh, still alive. While still alive. Okay. If they're alive. But are they going to um, be mummified as well, or they just push them into the tomb and close the door? Uh yeah, that second one. That second one. I really want them to be able to feel the space out and and enjoy it. Uh, and enjoy my presence. While Will I'm you there. provide like like living accommodations for them, or just let them starve to death? Oh no, they'll die. Oh, okay. they'll die. Clearly, they have to eventually. If right. you can't, they can't just. But be alive. you're not gonna have like your tomb's not gonna have like you an can't. Xbox and a couch in it, like. No, well, it will. It will. Right. But not be for my them Xbox. to use. No, they can. Oh, okay. No, they can, but I'm not going to feed them or give them oh. water. Okay. Um, I mean, maybe if whoever's constructing the pyramid wants, you know, to maybe be magnanimous and, and allow for maybe like a rain hole. Okay. So just uh, a generally yeah. nice, peaceful, natural death. Yeah. You know, I want him to go out. I don't want to be alone too long in the afterlife. Oh, duh. Obviously. Uh, not so, one wouldn't. Right? So, I mean, I think the, the right thing to do is... You know, facilitate the passing of the people that are really going to make you feel the most comfortable. Makes and sense. It, and uh, I want to make sure that uh, no one forgets, you know, just like 9-11, uh, don't, don't forget. Never forget. I'm, yeah. I'm probably, you know, uh, going to be the most important uh, thing uh, in anyone's life who encounters me. So I figured, you know, let's give them an easy way <laughs> yeah, exactly. to, to, you know, uh, uh, praise and, and, and remember and... And, you know, and, and really just pay respect uh, to the monument that is me, which is why I would have a monument, monument yeah. in my stead. Uh-huh. Okay, you know? I see where you're getting there. So, you know, um, we're, all, also, we're all doing. Side all note, doing. this went way too fucking far. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean the this time went, signature. I no, mean, yeah. like, that whole interaction went. We went, we went, we went out there. Yeah. But that's what it's about. It's about going out there. Also, by the way, that's what a lot of this podcast is going to be, for those of you listening, is that there's a lot of times that our conversations are going to go... Some fucking weird places, but you know that's that's usually what it's like out here. This uh, that was a lot of sarcasm for those of you that don't know what sarcasm is. Um, that was also it's also I love like having a bit and then just going with the bit, right? Like, well, you have to. You hear right? something, you're just like, okay, we're doing this now, and yeah. then and then and yep. then and then and then and you just improv it. But I think uh, I think that's a good place to to yeah. stop for episode one. Yeah, I, I for I our intro to the world of. Podcasting, casting, casting. We got to think of a cooler name than podcasting. God, podcast is already such a cool name. I know it's not like you can't be like Pcast. Like that just sounds dumb. Oh shit! Really? You like Pcast? I think that sounds really weird. Pcast. But now oh, it sounds like you're saying Picasso. What? What's like a good one? Podcast. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna stay classic here and just call it a podcast. All right, fine. Podcast for now. Until you kinda come like, up with something better. I kind of like Pcast. Whatever. To be continued. Um, do. So, we used to do this on the old episodes Legume that we setting. were... The what? Legume setting. <laughs> Legume setting. Oh, uh, we used to do it on what? On the old episodes. Um, oh, like like play? Like our outro. Uh, so, if you wanted people to find you, and this includes the schizophrenics out in Arkansas, James, where can I they guess find you? Could, you? you could, I'm not really a social media guy much anymore. Me uh, But, I, I mean, I still, I'm on Instagram some. If you want to follow me, it's at uh, Jigameth. Uh, it's J-I-G-G-A-M-U-T-H. 
Uh, and then that's kind of it. I'm not really on anything else because I like to live my life. You know, I'm not a documentarian. I don't know how to document. It's not my passion, right? So why do I need to? Also, why the fuck do I need to post something about everyone's birthday? You and don't. Ha- it's like mandatory when you're on social media. It's like, why don't you post the happy birthday posts? Because I don't give a fuck about you. That's why. No, or I do give a fuck about you. So I saw you in person and I handed you a present that's, and I said happy birthday to your face. That's the other direction. Yeah. Well, my, yeah, mine is sure. I don't give a shit about you. Well, I don't think, I don't think anyone who ever has been like a, an acquaintance has ever been like, why didn't you write a birthday post? Because I'd be like, I'm sorry, who are, yeah, who are you? Yeah, who the fuck are you? Yeah. No, but just like a, like a close friend or yeah. even like... But I've seen it. To be, to be fair, like even like a, like my spouse, like my wife, I'm just like... I don't care. And she doesn't ask me because she knows. Right. Um, but it's just like one of those things where it's just like, I love you, so I tell you in person. Exactly. And I do things for you in person. And I don't need... I don't need to fucking signal to the rest of my group of friends. Your and, brood. Yeah, just be like, I love my wife. Like, no shit. I hope you Yeah, I get wife. it. You're still with her. Yeah, you're still married. So they can find you on Instagram. They can huh? find me on Instagram if okay. they want to find me. All right. And what about you? They can't. I'm not on social media. Oh wow. Yeah. You're a ghost. I, pretty much. Like I have a Facebook, but I the last time I went on it was like maybe four or five months ago. It's also private, so it's like. Yeah. Um. But no, I haven't logged on to Instagram in over a year, so I don't even remember my login password anymore. Um. I also have no desire to be on Instagram. I there's nothing on there that really calls to me anymore. Um, I tried the Twitter thing twice now. Twitter is garbage. I pff, don't care. People um, go on Twitter to be upset. I think we actually have like a Dairy Isle Twitter account. We do. And I forgot all the login info. I've never posted anything that I remember. So <laughs> if you find it, it's going to be barren and blank. Don't even bother. Um, I kind of just want to put like offensive things on there. Just all the time. Just like every day have an offensive quote. Once a week, just be like, Hitler might have been right. <laughs> just to fuck with people. That's it. Just with a question mark. Hitler might have been right. What? And, and just leave it to the rest of the universe to figure that one out. Um, so, listen, I have food waiting downstairs for me. You do. Um, and um, let's let's wrap this up. I guess, yeah, like a fucking Christmas gift, bro. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to the Dairy Isle. This uh, has been Eli. This is James. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Peace out, mofos. <laughs>